Welcome to Locally Sourced Joey, the podcast about everything and anything. Joined by Ben Hardesty of The Last Bison, really great band. Uh, They're in town for South by Southwest, or they will be in a couple of days. And fortunate enough to get the chance to talk with him while they were at the start of their tour. Slight technical difficulties at the start of this podcast, but basically the only thing you'll miss is that I asked Ben what he's excited to see. And he started by saying barbecue and then got into some more of the people that he had to see. So let's hop in with that and enjoy. There's a lot of places I'm excited to see, but I get more excited to see people. And so uh, I'll get to see some friends here in a few hours. Really excited about that. Then the second leg of tour, some uh, some friends of ours that we haven't seen in a couple of years as well. So I'm excited for this tour because we're getting to tour with a bunch of friends. And you know, so we kind of know everybody and it's just going to be fun, kind of family and friend road trip almost it's gonna have that kind of feel very cool and of course i have to ask because i'm in austin so lots of barbecue around here what's your what's your go-to meat my go-to meat yeah i'm a pork guy i'm from i'm from virginia north carolina border we do we do vinegar based pork i'll argue about it all day <laughs> <laughs> hey man, nothing we wrong. about 800 we, we got about 800 pounds of pork for a barbecue twice a year about a mile from my house and uh we have four smokers going, and we cook from about 12 or 11 at night till about 6 in the morning, and then we use the same grills to cook a bunch of chicken, and we do it like an all-day-long feast and auction. So we, we eat a lot of meat. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds glorious. That's yeah, it's incredible. I do, I, do like, I do like beef barbecue as well. I'm just, you know, I'm from North Carolina, Virginia area, so we, the pork thing is kind of our deal. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's the go-to. It's it's the same deal with brisket down here. People just go oh, wild. Yeah, I love brisket. Oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, bring it all on yeah. for me. I'm fine with everything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> bring on the meat. Exactly. Um, and so you also uh, released the Dorado EP um, a week ago from today, actually. Um, yeah. I and, like that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I love it. It was, it's so good. I was listening to it all morning. Oh, thank you so fantastic. much. It's been it's been incredible the, the feedback. It hasn't really gotten any negative feedback, which is kind of the first. And I haven't really tried to read a lot of stuff this time, just because the negative feedback kind of puts you down. So I'm kind of wary about reading stuff. But still, this time I, I have been on our social. It's been really positive, and it's, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, man, it's awesome. And um, can you can you talk a little bit about kind of the creation process and what all went into the making of it? Yeah, absolutely. So with our uh, record in September. We released uh, Virginia RVA. Uh, we, re- we recorded 15 songs, and we said, you know, four of these are going to be an EP. We're going to have to carefully select which one's going to record, which one's going to EP. And those four just kind of uh, stood out as not necessarily fitting right in the, in the full length record, but as a really cohesive unit of songs that we felt worked better together than, than all the other ones around. So we took those four songs aside particularly and said let's, let's hold these ones off and treat them a little differently and uh, they became Dorado which I actually I think I like it more than the record <laughs> so. well yeah I mean it's definitely a, a terrific sound and I, I uh, sent it over to a friend who has similar musical taste to me and she was like this is so good yeah. awesome so awesome man um, it's good to hear yeah uh, and so you're, you're coming down for South by Southwest which is fantastic. Oh my gosh, yes we are. Is this your this is your first South by experience? It is our second South okay. by experience. Um, we were going to come last year just for one event, but it just kind of fell through, so we didn't even bother. 
coming in because we only had one thing that we really were going to do last year there. Yeah. And then it fell through. And we're like, Good deal. So are you, I mean, so you, you have a little experience then with the craziness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We had, we had, I don't know, like 14 events in a couple of days there last time. And it was just one thing to another. This one's a little more laid back this year. So I actually hope we get to experience some stuff. He's a good food. She's, she's a band that we like and I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully. Yeah. It's, it's always chaotic, but I feel like it's a good kind of chaos though. Yeah, there's, there's, I'm not, I, I'd like to think there's some order to the chaos, but I don't think there is. I don't know, yeah, that might be I mean, obviously, obviously there has to be, but it's just like, it's definitely, it's definitely organized chaos, but the chaos side is sometimes you think takes a little higher precedence. Yeah, it's, even, even just yesterday. Which, which makes it, which makes it so fun. So. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, even even yesterday, I was just walking around downtown, and it, it officially starts today. But last night there were you know a yeah. couple of, of launch parties and whatnot, and and it seemed like like four or five different street lights were just the light bulbs were flickering, so it was almost like a strobe light effect oh on the whole gosh. downtown. I'm like that had to be intentional. Like there's no way they all just yeah went out simultaneously. But it was it was nice and seizure inducing, so always good. That's that's crazy. <laughs> So you're you're about to start the tour grind. How do you you know stay fresh? I know one of one of the big things with you is you guys always put on great live shows, and it's a you know it's a good energy. So how do you keep that sort of energy up on on these long tours, or when you have you know multiple shows in a day and that kind of thing? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure. You know, you just you can't really let up when you're on a going for four plus weeks you just have to keep going and you get exhausted about halfway through and then you push a barrier and you're okay again and you just it's kind of like when you're going like I don't run a lot but like if you're going on a long run you know you can't stop here so you stop your mind just gives up you just have to let your mind be in control and just keep going keep going and then when you finally get home you know you can crash for a day yeah. but until until then you can't because if you do you'll just kind of give up for, for a second and have to kick yourself back into it. That's not easy to do. So you just have to keep keep it up and keep your chin up and don't let anything bog you down. And um, really when you – it's just the, the, the fans and the audience that makes it exciting is, is when they come up and actually really respond to the show. You know, that's what gives you energy for the next day of, of traveling and loading in and all the – you know, the – labor of the hard stuff, you know, <laughs> the heavy lifting and stuff that people don't see. The, uh, the night of music is usually what replenishes for that. It would even that's tiring, but it's, it uh, replenishes, I guess, I guess the mind, not necessarily the body. The body just gets tattered and exhausted. <laughs> well, hey, if the mind's fresh, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep it fresh. Awesome. And so, quick, I need to make a quick side note. Um, when you go running, are you a music kind of guy or no music? Just, just thoughts. Um, it depends. I'm, I'm not, I'm not black or white on that. Um, sometimes I do, but you know, most of the time I don't actually. I think usually I don't. Uh, I live out in the country, so it's uh, it's kind of nicer not to have it. Yeah. But if I'm, 
feeling really tired, sometimes I will, and I just don't want to go, sometimes I will, I will put the music in the ears. I know there's some people that it's like, no way, I'm not going to listen to music <laughs> on my run, absolutely not, and then some people are like, I'm not going to run without it, and I'm just like, you know, it depends on how I'm feeling. I would say the majority of the time I don't, but I'm not opposed to it. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the, I, where you are, too, I agree, it, if you're kind of in a more, you know, naturally beautiful place, I'm like, I don't really want to ruin yeah. this with music right now. Like, I'll just, I'll just right, exactly. It. Like, I was, if I was in a neighborhood, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll listen some tunes because all these houses look the same. <laughs> Do you have a like a running playlist or just whatever? I don't. Um, I usually, I don't have a lot of my iPod just turns on when it wants to. I've had it to like sixteen. <laughs> And so it doesn't always work. So pretty much only have YouTube on my phone. So I pretty much always run to YouTube, honestly. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> now the new iPhones come with the, the uh, new YouTube that's album. True, so. that's true. Yeah, I have that on my phone too, obviously. There you go. Yeah, I just I just got the uh, the six, um, and so I was I was kind of surprised nice, to see. Yeah. It. I'd, I'd remembered hearing about that, but then I was like, oh yeah, music already out there. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. I mean, if you're a fan, and I am, they're my favorite favorite band I grew up listening to. My dad was a fan of that way back in the day, so it's just, I pretty much love everything they've ever put out. Very cool. Um, all right, so getting back to touring, that was a little digression. Yeah. Uh, but, um, do, you, do you have a, a favorite city that you've been to? Um, yeah, um, I'm not going to count anything at home. Yeah. That doesn't really count. Um, but I, I'd say I have a, a few cities that are my favorite um, for different reasons. I love, uh, I, I like playing LA, but it's not necessarily the city that I have some really close friends there that I love to see. So LA for, for seeing old friends, connected with old friends. Um, Seattle. We played a festival in Seattle about four, three or four years ago that uh, was very kind of local to that area. So a lot of people from that area were, and because we played that, we have a pretty good fan base there. And so shows that are always just packed and fun. We also have a lot of friends there. Um, my favorite places to play there on the East Coast, just because it's home, uh, Washington, D.C., I would have to say takes the top spot for me. Um, I like public history, and I love... I love that city. I love that nothing can be built higher than the Capitol building. So it's all kind of slow, spread out. Um, and all the architecture is very European-inspired. I, I love that city very much. And there's um, this kind of thirsty uh, desire for, for culture there because, you know, you have the whole political side of things, but then there's this other side that's just because they kind of want to distance themselves from that, I guess. There's thriving nightlife and just, just culture that loves music and art. And I'm not saying that they have to be, that you have to be separate politics and art by any means. Um, but I think because there's so much of that there, that the art side and culture side really rises above it because they're trying to stay at that level, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. I have to agree. D.C. has just some... Some incredible places. Um, just to, yeah, yeah. Some, some of the venues there are just incredible, and the food. There's some great. Some of my favorite restaurants are there too. It's, it's, it's my favorite place to play hands down. Other other than home, 
Good deal. Good deal. Um, and I, I, you know, the majority of, of fans and live shows, you're going to get a good reception. Have you ever had a really unusual fan experience or just kind of a live show where either everything went wrong or there was just a lot of like weird things going on? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, we had this show in Toledo, Ohio, and I'm not really sure how it got booked. I think it was supposed to be with some small radio there, but I don't think the radio ever showed up. And we showed up to this place in like the red light district of Toledo. There were just like adult shops everywhere and, <laughs> and strip clubs, and it was just like not really our vibe at all. Like, and there's just kind of dark and dingy and we got into the venue and it was just a picture of a dump and uh, I think it would be really sweet for like they had this huge room that I imagine like bands like Metallica and stuff play and like Kill Switch Engage I think was going to be there <laughs> and uh, it was just kind of that kind of room and a huge room that used to be a tank building factory I believe for like World War II tanks oh wow and there's this tiny tiny little room off to the side and the green room felt kind of like a weird office trailer with this one like heavy metal desk kind of like some out of a scary movie and then the sound guy was like I've never really mixed a full and I used to do metal and rap so I just kind of put two mics up there and we were like oh no <laughs> there were like 16 people there like 10 that were just kind of weird sketchy people and then three that drove from Cleveland to see us <laughs> and uh, I remember ordering like a gin and tonic before the show and, and I I'm pretty sure it was just Janet and water. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird. It was a weird night. I remember uh, yeah, just walking to that huge room and just being this huge black abyss, and then going to the side tiny room. It was, it was just. It was very weird. It was all like a like a really bad, strange movie. And to see uh, the marquee, I don't remember who played before us, but it was us between two pre crazy bands. Oh, who's that? It was Misfits, Last Bison, Silver Skates on the marquee. <laughs> it, was, it was just like the weirdest thing ever. It was just not our, our scene. And I don't, I don't, it was, it's pretty spooky. <laughs> That's amazing. They were converting the, they were converting the room next to ours, like in the same building, into a strip club, like while we were playing. It was just, it was just weird. And it wasn't yet, but there was like, the poles were there and the stages were there. It was like, this, is, this place is dirty. <laughs> the foundation was being built. Nice. Did you say what? The foundation was being built for, for yeah, more yeah. to come. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, I was like, what are those poles? They're like, yeah, we're building a strip over there. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> nice. Good one. <laughs> well, it's looking great so we far. Are, so. We're a rough part of town. <laughs> You made it through. You persevered. That's the important thing. We did. Oh my gosh, with, with unending feedback and three <laughs> adoring fans that drove three and a half hours to see us, keeping us going. Oh man, that is yeah, incredible. Yeah, that was probably that was probably the, the weirdest, wildest experience. I know I know that my story can't quite capture the way it was, but <laughs> it was um, it was a heck of a thing. Yeah, I think I think you did a pretty good job. Very, very vivid. I liked it. Yeah, Amos, Amos is playing some video game right now in the van, 
and there's probably like Call of Duty, and it just looks like all these metal desks, and he's in this big warehouse shooting a gun, and that's kind of reminding me of that <laughs> here, actually. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> all right, well, like, the... in, like, in a, like in an abandoned bomb site in the Middle East, except for let's put a stage on there to call it a venue. <laughs> All right, so all of our video game fans can can yeah. uh, picture this quite well now. <laughs> awesome. Good deal. Um, so what's what's next? What's coming up next? I know you're doing a lot of touring, but any any other plans for the, the latter half of the year? Yeah, not yet. Honestly, um, kind of all in the air. We're trying to figure it out. Um, I'd like to just keep writing, get back in the studio, just keep putting music out. I feel like with the how quickly music is consumed these days, it's up one day and then it's kind of like a flash in the pan. You gotta be constantly creating. Unfortunately, it takes a long time to do that, so I'm just ready to start that cycle up again and, and go ahead and book a fall tour. The summer, um, I'd like to I'd like to record in the summer if possible. I'm not sure if it's possible or not. And I'd like to uh, get some videos out there and just uh, kind of keep keep the momentum rolling. I don't have any definitive plans yet. Um, it's one of the goals for me this year is to try and get some good publishing. I've always wanted our music to be behind film and TV just because I felt like we've kind of written um, music that we feel like would be good behind behind cinema. That's, that's kind of uh, one of the things that we love. And so we kind of write music that we feel like would fit well in a cinematic um, setting. And so I'm hoping to try and find some ways into that, that world to be less this year. I think that should be, that should be a lot of fun for us. Yeah, awesome. Love to love to hear some of your music in in a uh, a film, especially if I'm not expecting it. I'm like, oh, like anytime I know a song, I'm like, oh man, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I I would love to be able to surprise you like that sometime in the next year. Excellent. Well, I'll keep my eyes and ears open. There you go. Um, all right, Ben. Well, we'd like to end uh, with a, a top three. Okay. Um, so your top three bands that you'd most like to play a live show with play a live show with and can this be like unrealistic absolutely I encourage like you to okay <laughs> okay mm, okay let's do one there'll probably be two classic bands and one more actually this is really difficult oh my goodness <laughs> um okay I would obviously the adoring fan that I am love to open or play anything with you two. Uh, Bruce Springsteen would be a close second, just to say that, but that's not one of my one. But okay. one of those two is, is one opening for them. Um, yeah, so there, there's there's a legend band. Let's think of, let's think of a modern band now. Um, this shouldn't take this long, should it? I, shouldn't, <laughs> I haven't listened to my iPod in so long because it won't turn on. You know all the stuff on there, and I just haven't... In high school, I think I, I really loved Beirut. They were one of my favorite bands to listen to. Um, I think opening for Beirut, playing a show with, with him and his crew would be a lot of fun. So I'll just throw that one out there because it came to my head. Awesome. As a more recent, although I don't think he's done anything for a while, has he? Since the Rich Tides? Uh, I don't, not that I know of, but yeah, hey, I mean, maybe I this, this would be the comeback story. I'm living with Bated Breath. So there, there's a high school favorite a lifetime favorite, <laughs> and let's say, what was the question exactly? I want to hear a word it one more time. <laughs> um, top three bands you'd most like to play a live show with? 
think of an old, older band. I grew up listening to, to Southern Rock, Classic Rock. Um, I would say U2 is a Classic Rock band, but not in the in the way that I think of Classic Rock and Southern Rock. They kind of have their own thing. I think it's more on one just Southern Rock. Let's say, um, I think it'd be really fun to go for, this is going to sound funny, someone like Leonard Skinner. Nice. Because Oh my, I grew up listening to Skinner because my cousins are all like Skinner diehard. I remember being at a funeral and my cousin showed up in jean boots and a like, like Skinner t-shirt with the sleeves cut off and like a camo hat. Like my cousins are like country to the core and they all have like Les Paul and Marshall Stacks and can rip on the guitar. So I grew up with a lot of Marshall Stacks and Skinner music like that. So I think looking for someone like that would just be fun for me. Not that I think it would fit. But if I could invite my entire family, I'd be a hero. Boom. There you go. I would there I would go. go see that show, so that's you know have, I would go see that show. So but, you have at least but, one but, person. But so yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh my gosh. There we go. I know there's three kind of weird and different different options, but I figured like you don't want them all three to be the same experience. So Exactly. I guess there's stuff that's different. There we go. That, for, for today, that is my three. We'll probably change tomorrow, but <laughs> for today, that is what I want. Excellent. Excellent. I'll look for the, the live show announcement soon. All right. All right. Well, that's... Maybe we'll be like a festival, festival lineup. Exactly. Exactly. Can't there wait. Um, well, that's that's all the questions I have for you. Any any final things you want to plug or words of wisdom? Um, I guess just the EP, but we already talked about that. We're excited on that right now. Uh, we just released a music video for one of those songs yesterday uh, via Entertainment Weekly, which was pretty exciting for oh, us. Awesome. So that video is out now. And we're just excited to be in Austin next week and to finish up the store and just hang out with people on the road, you know. Good deal, man. Sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. All right. Well, hopefully I run into you next week. You have my number. If we're there, just give me a text. Definitely. Definitely will do, man. Enjoy enjoy this tour and, and best of luck in 2015 and beyond. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Absolutely. You too. Big thanks to Ben Hardesty of The Last Bison. And if you are in any of the towns that they're playing in, definitely check them out. Real cool live experience and just a great sound overall. And again, apologies for the technical difficulties. That's what I get for recording in a new setup. You never know what you're going to expect. And clearly there's still some kinks to be worked out there. But appreciate you listening. And remember, what did one ocean say to the other? Nothing. It just waved. Get after it today, people.